0: Partners in Ministry, a presentation of Josiah White's Quakerdale Foundation, dedicated to growing ministry support networks, introducing people to a cause that connects with their heart, bringing hope and encouragement to our communities as we seek together to serve as Christ served. Welcome to Partners in Ministry.
1: I'm your host, Dan Smith, and today I'll be talking with Colin Saxton. Colin is the Advancement Officer and Director of North American Ministries of Friends United Meeting. Today, we're going to discuss triennials, what are they, why they're held, and how people are transformed as a result of attending a triennial. we will also give you details on the next triennial, when and where it'll be held, and how you can register to attend. Welcome, Colin, and thanks for joining me today. Hi, Dan. It's good to be with you. It's great to see you again. Hey, traditionally, Organizations like Friends United Meeting will hold what they call a, a triennial. Now, some of our listeners may not be totally familiar with what they are or why they hold them. So um, what is a triennial? Right. So for, for, Friends, uh,
2: for Friends United Meeting, this is our, our every three-year gathering where we get together as a global community to, to worship, to learn together, to encourage one another and support one another.
1: Okay. and um why every 3 years or why 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 are you holding them what what's what's the goal well back in back in like the mid
2: late 1800s quakers were going through a hard time trying to figure out how to work together collectively as the church was growing um that was during the revival period so there were lots of changes that were happening and they held this first conference of friends in richmond indiana and it was a way to try to pull everybody together, and they actually came up with a what they called a uniform discipline, which was a, a way of saying, "Here's what it means to be a part of the religious society." Of Friends, over the next couple of decades, they formed a group called Five Years Meeting. Now, Quakers aren't very uh, creative. Sometimes we'll talk about our local church as a monthly meeting because we meet monthly. Uh, our yearly meeting is sort of our regional gathering; they meet yearly, and so Five Years Meeting said. Let's get together every five years and to think about how we can work cooperatively, how we can uh, continue to do missionary outreach, to do the work of the church in the broadest possible way. In about nineteen the 60s, Five Years Meeting changed their name to Friends United Meeting and decided to meet every three years as a way of pulling that community together.
1: Sure, sure. Uh, typically, what, what do people experience uh, by attending uh, one of these things? What kind of kind of life transformations can can happen as a result?
2: Often we have some really great speakers who are focusing on a, a spiritual theme that uh, we've decided in advance is sort of a, the umbrella to gather everybody under. We have a variety of workshops that take place. And we do a small amount of business. Uh, FUM is governed by a board that does sort of the, you know, helps manage policy, uh, pull up policy and set strategic direction. But there's a few... Co- a few discussions, a few decisions that are made by this global community, um, including who serves as general secretary and any any bigger changes to the, the overall structure of our of our denominational group. I think one of the big values, though, is that this is the place where representatives and people who just wish to attend from our nearly 40 yearly meetings all around the world, North America, East Africa, Jamaica, Cuba, Belize, uh, the West Bank of uh, Palestine and a few other locations gather together to to support one another and encourage one another. We get to hear different voices of how God's working in different places. Sometimes Quakers can be a little bit myopic and think just their little portion of the world is what it really means to be faithful. But often we hear these other things of what God is doing. And that's the place that I think transformation happens. And we're reminded that there's more that we can do together than we can by ourselves. And we're reminded that the Holy Spirit's um, doing some amazing things in other places.
1: I remember, uh, one of the things I used to look forward to year after year for a while was the uh, the Promise Keepers, uh, the idea of men coming from all over the place and joining together to worship and to learn and and just uh, what a man it was nothing like it. So I, I'm I'm i imagining because I've never been to one. I I hope I can attend this the next one that's coming up. That being exposed into other cultures, that's got to be a real eye-opener.
2: It is an eye-opener, um, especially if you think about the breadth of friends, that sometimes you have groups who the only way they worship is in silence, you know, and occasionally the spirit will lead somebody to speak out of that silence. You may have other groups, like in our East East Africa, where Worship can go on for a couple of hours and it's vibrant and it's joyful and there's dancing and singing and it's really, really loud. And you bring those groups together and often there's this sort of this immediate, not sure I understand this group, but often it's just great how the Holy Spirit brings people together and they find that there's this essential unity of Christ underneath these differences in in worship style and culture.
1: Well, we're going to talk just a little minute about the how, when and where the next triennial, but um, are they always held in the same place?
2: No, they're they move around, um, partly because, again, we're this global community and every group would like to have a chance often to host one of these. They've more traditionally been in the U.S., uh, but this coming year it's going to be back in africa where um, as some of your listeners might not know that's the place where there's the largest group of quakers in the world the vast majority of friends actually live in east africa and so this year the um, this was it was actually supposed to be held several years ago but covid postponed it mm-hmm. and cool. when, when when I was I was general secretary back then as we were planning that and um the, the friends from East Africa were so excited about hosting it. They just wanted to show off what God has been doing in their part of the world and, and have friends travel uh, from places like the U.S. and Canada to be able to see what's going on.
1: Sure. So it's in, in East Africa again? This right, it's time? actually going to
2: be in Kenya in a town called Nakuru, which is, if you think about Nairobi being down here and the bulk of the uh, Quakers being up in Western Kenya near Lake Victoria, Nakuru is kind of right in the middle there. Uh, north and west of Nairobi, it's a wonderful location. It's, it's again centrally located. We're going to be ha- holding it at Kabarak University, mm-hmm. Kabarak College, which is, has experience um, hosting international gatherings. I've been there for a Quaker gathering back in 2012, I think. And so uh, it's a it's a great location. has a variety of different accommodations. Um, we're hoping to have, I think, about 800 people there wow. uh, and many, many will be from uh, Kenya, Tanzania, uh, Congo, Uganda, but lots of international folk as well.
1: Great. I have they set the date yet?
2: They have. It's July 2nd to 8th. Um, we are hoping or we are planning, not hoping, we are planning to have some trips that people can take both before and after the triennial dates. In order to experience both some of the richness of the Kenyan culture uh, and also experience some of the, the projects that FUM has in various parts of Kenya. And so, um, and just today I learned that the planning team is putting together a trip that is specifically focused for young adults to hmm. try to help them some experience something together, connect with other young adults in East Africa, and um, and something that's more tailored to their interests. Sure,
1: sure. Um, the is there the, the other read? thing,
2: if, if I'm sorry. Go
1: ahead. Is there a way to register now?
2: There's not quite yet a way to register. We're almost. uh, The website is will and registration site will be up in mid September. There'll be some advanced information that I'm happy to share with you to go out to your group that will give people more information about how to register. The other thing about this triennial is um, there's there's two other Quaker groups that are connected to FUM. That's Quaker Men International and United Society of Friends Women. And it used to be that they would meet, those two groups would meet on uh, alternate years than FUM. And we decided uh, several years ago to bring those groups together, uh, or to bring the planning of those, of their, t- of their conferences together in order to save people's expenses related to international travel. Because often the same people would go to the FUM triennial and then would go to the Quaker Men or USFW triennial. Well, we brought them together to, to um, to have those conferences that are going to meet together. And so there's a, there's a shared day in the middle where they'll do some things together. And then on the front end of the week is going to be the FUM Triennial. Last, end, last part of the week will be Quaker Man and USFW. And we're really excited about that. They're terrific partners in FUM's ministry and really vital for our work. And so we feel like this is going to be a
1: benefit to everyone. Well, super. So July 2nd through 6th or 8th? The 8th. July in 2023. 2023, yep, so next year. So this next coming July yep, uh, in Kenya. And uh, you see the contact information for colon rights right here on the screen. You'll also see it in the description of this YouTube as well as our, our show notes. And so we will continue to expand that with registration information. Worst case scenario, just go to FUM.org and uh, you can you can get all the information that you need right there. So, well, great. Well, thank you so much, uh, Colin, for being with me today. I really enjoyed our visit.
2: Thank you. And thanks to foundation
1: and all the great work you do. Well, I appreciate it. If you've got any questions or if you'd like to learn more uh, about triennials and how you can be involved, again, you see uh, Colin's contact information here on the screen. You can also find it on the show notes for our website, uh, as well as in the description of this YouTube video. So on behalf of Colin Saxon, uh, Friends United Meeting, and Partners in Ministry, I just want to say thank you for joining me today, and until next time, let's get out there
0: and serve as Christ serves. This has been a presentation of Partners in Ministry, a podcast of Josiah White's Quakerdale Foundation. To learn more and see the show notes for this and other episodes, visit our website. To stay informed of up-and-coming broadcasts, subscribe to our e newsletter To invest in our mission, donate today.